Coming up, NBA teams continue to fight for playoff positioning to finish the weekend as the regular season winds down. This is Locked On Now NBA. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. You're listening to Locked On Now NBA, local experts on the biggest stories around the hardwood. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Our Locked On NBA hosts are here to help break down everything from the night in basketball. The Celtics beat the Nuggets bad in last night's biggest game. The biggest game. The Boston Celtics jumped out to a lead in the second quarter and then had an easy run to the finish in Denver on Sunday. Locked on Celtics says everything was working for Boston as it jumped out ahead of the Nuggets and got another easy win. Hey there, John Corrales here from the Locked on Celtics podcast after Boston's 124-104 win over the Denver Nuggets. This one was just dominating from the second quarter on. The game started out well enough for the Denver Nuggets. This went according to script. I thought this was going to be play the Nuggets even with Jokic on the floor and then try to win the minutes that Jokic was on the bench, which was how the beginning of the game went. They played them dead even at the beginning of the first quarter. Jokic sat down. The Celtics went on a little bit of a run. Then Jokic came back, and it looked like things might level off, but then Boston just took off and from midway from the second quarter until halftime, it was just a clinic. Every Celtic shot seemed to fall. Every defensive rotation seemed to end up with a stop. Everything worked for the Celtics. The ball was moving. It was just utter domination. And then after that, they just kind of cruised through the second half. The Jays, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, 30 points each. They put up a combined 60 points on 23 of 36 shooting 9 of 16 from 3. This follows the Sacramento game where they combined for 62 on 23 for 34 shooting and 10 of 15 from 3. So really almost duplicating that Sacramento game in Denver against a much better Nuggets team against the MVP or MVP frontrunner, reigning MVP, Nikola Jokic. The Celtics frustrated Jokic. They were really great in that second quarter, getting the ball out of his hands. He just did not look like his normal self. Celtics defense was on point. Celtics offense, the ball was popping. They really had everything working. 29 assists. When, when you get Tatum and Brown shooting the way they did and combining for 60 and 29 assists, you're just not going to beat the Boston Celtics, who are rolling again. 3-0 on this road trip, which was a pivotal road trip. Coming into this, I thought maybe split. 3-1 would be a really good trip. Now, they head into Oklahoma City with the possibility of sweeping this road trip. One of the hardest things for Celtics fans, I think, has been to come around that this team is really good. And forget the first couple months of the season. This team is just Good now. Things have started to work. I'm going to talk about this because there's a lot to talk about on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. So make sure you're subscribed and watch the show on YouTube. Without John ja Morant, the Memphis Grizzlies still won big on the road last night against Houston. Lockdown Grizzlies tells you who all chipped in with the star out to dominate the Rockets. 
Sean Coleman here with the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. No jaw, no problem. As for the second time this week, or the second time within the past few days, the Grizzlies were able to get a convincing victory over the Houston Rockets, 122-98. to The Grizzlies did it a bit different way than they usually did. Not so much scoring 70, 80 points in the paint, but more from the three-point line. 16 threes, including shooting 47% from three, four starters with double-digit three-pointers. DeAnthony Melton surpassed all with four off the bench. But the big storylines for the Grizzlies were being able, even though the Rockets stayed with the Grizzlies for much of the first half into the second half, getting a surge going, even without John Morant, in the third quarter to seal the game early, plus the ability to be able to utilize Desmond Bain as a playmaker. 24 points, seven assists, Three threes, three steals, an overall great game of activity. Dylan's best offensive game since he's come back off of injury. And, of course, a very, very good game for DeAnthony Melton when it came to shooting the threes. All this leading up to what should be a very exciting time for the Grizzlies with ESPN's full-day coverage coming up on Wednesday when it comes to the Grizzlies facing off against Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant of the Nets. Obviously, we'll have all the excitement for you between myself and Michael Cole on the postgame edition of the Locked On Grizzlies, but plenty to look forward to after the Grizzlies get a convincing end to a 3-1 road trip before they start off a very difficult end of March into April that could define where their playoff positioning will be. This and much more on the postgame edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. The Rockets lost. Not an unfamiliar feeling for Houston fans, but Locked On Rockets says this defeat was more than the better team winning. Houston just did not come out to play on Sunday. The Rockets get absolutely dismantled by the Memphis Grizzlies without Ja Morant. This was a, a tough game for the Houston Rockets. Lack of energy, lack of effort across the board. Christian Wood and Kevin Porter Jr. both getting pulled four minutes into the third quarter, much earlier than their usual substitution patterns by head coach Steven Silas. Just not the right energy to start the second half of this game and, and Steven Silas wanting to send a message to his players in this one about the expectation that he has from them on the court in the, on, on a nightly basis. The silver lining for the Rockets in this game, Alperin Shingun played out of his mind off of the Rockets bench, had multiple Highlight level plays, multiple big time dunks, had a behind the back no look assist to Kevin Porter Jr. for an easy two at the rim. Alperin Shingun continues to be a walking highlight reel for this Houston Rockets team. We're going to break down all the angles from Shingun's impressive night as well as what went wrong for the Houston Rockets over at Locked on Rockets. The New Orleans Pelicans used a hot start to pick up a win on the road over the Hawks and the victory also moves New Orleans up in the Western Conference playoff picture. Locked on Pelicans has the details. After a 117-112 win, the New Orleans Pelicans are in possession of the ninth seed in the Western Conference and on pace to host a home play-in tournament game. I'm Jake Madison, host of Locked On Pelicans and Locked On NBA. The Pelicans came out surging in the first quarter with rookie Herb Jones and Jose Alvarado all over the place wrecking havoc defensively. The Pelicans grabbed nine steals in the first frame en route to a strong 35-19 lead. Though Atlanta came back in the fourth quarter, it was Jose Alvarado again, an undrafted rookie, coming back into the game and coming up with big play after big play to close it out for a much-needed Pelicans victory. And that victory means the Pelicans Pelicans are up to ninth in the West. It's an impressive turnaround for New Orleans given they started the season 1-12 and and they've been without Zion Williamson all season long. 
you need to give a lot of credit to rookie head coach Willie Green, who's been able to get the most out of this group of players, including starting a rookie second round pick and trusting an undrafted player like Alvarado to close out a much needed win. So for more on the Pelicans and their chances in the play in tournament, be sure to check out the Locked On Pelicans podcast. Coming up, Donovan Mitchell does it all against the Knicks. This is Locked On Now NBA. It is that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all of your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is continued source for all of your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked On Now NBA. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Donovan Mitchell scored and did a whole lot more in last night's best performance. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Mitchell did a little bit of everything for Utah last night, and the Jazz rolled over the Knicks in the Garden. Locked on Jazz tells you how Utah's star took over in New York. Donovan Mitchell shows on a homecoming with a monster night, leading the Jazz to their first win on a six-game road trip. It's David Locke of Locked on Jazz. Donovan Mitchell tonight, 36 points, eight rebounds, and six assists after the Jazz trailed by five at the end of one. They took over this basketball game with a combined effort. Jordan Clarkson and Donovan Mitchell doing the scoring without Mike Conley and Boyan Bogdanovich. Donovan actually came into this game scoring under 20 points a game against the Knicks. It was the only team in the NBA in which he averaged below 20. But tonight at, in his hometown, he got it rocking. Two monster dunks. He hit another seven three-pointers. He's been shooting over 40% from three recently, over 50% on catch and shoot threes over the last 15 games. And he continued to be that awesome offensive player for the Jazz who win it, 108-93. For more, go to Locked on Jazz and the Locked on Podcast Network. The Knicks tried to make a comeback in the end, but just fell short. Locked on Knicks knows why and isn't happy about it or how familiar these kinds of endings have been for New York. Well, that was just typically Knicks of the Knicks, uh, and particularly Tom Thibodeau of Tom Thibodeau. The Knicks were... On the the comeback trail against the Utah Jazz at home, behind some of their younger players, Emmanuel Quickly and Obi Toppin in particular, and with about five minutes left in the game, Tom Thibodeau subs them out in favor of Julius Randle, Alec Burks, Evan Fournier, the whole starting lineup, and predictably things did not go well for the Knicks, and they wind up losing 108-93 to to the Jazz after surrendering a 15-2 run after that moment. And uh, this is pretty much just what goes on for the <laughs> for the Knicks these days. You know, they their their younger players seem more capped than ever in how long that Tibbs is willing to roll with them. Julius Randle was having a terrible game and finished with a terrible game, and also seemed to be kind of losing his cool. Uh, got into it with Rudy Gobert after the game for pretty much no reason. And, you know, there was really no reason to put him back in the game when the younger players were rolling. Tibbs will probably say that he was trying to get them rest or something. But even earlier this season, he was willing to roll with those guys for whole quarters if they were playing better than the starters, which they were in this game. 
And yet, in this particular game, for whatever reason, he decided he had to get those starters back in. So, story of the next season, just another loss. It's fine. Good thing the NCAA tournament's going on because there's something to watch and look forward to with the draft lottery coming up. So I'll have more for this game on Locked on Knicks later. When you're one of the worst teams in the NBA, losses start to become wins as you fight for draft lottery position. Oklahoma City picked up one of those defeats or victories, depending on how you want to look at it. And Locked on Thunder is here with the recap. I'm Rylan Stiles and the Oklahoma City Thunder just had their best win of the season because it was a loss to the Orlando Magic. It pushes them closer to the bottom three in the NBA, which would grant them the highest odds of the top overall pick and in a rebuilding season. And with a lack of lottery luck last year, the Thunder desperately need that. No SGA tonight. He looks to be playing tomorrow against Boston on the second night of a back-to-back. That was huge because this game was very close down the stretch and SGA probably makes the difference and beats Orlando which sends you down a spiral of the NBA standings. Find out more on today's Locked On Thunder podcast on Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. The Indiana Pacers got to come home after their arena hosted the NCAA tournament games over the weekend. And Indiana used the home fans to roll to a win over the Trailblazers. Locked On Pacers recaps a win with a highlight reel to match for Indiana. Pacers absolutely smashed the Portland Trailblazers 129-98 for a home win in Gamebridge Fieldhouse. I'm Tony East, the host of Lockdown Pacers, here to break down the win for the Pacers. Finally back at home after all the college basketball left town, and the Pacers took advantage, destroying a very weak Portland team by over 30 points. O'Shea Brissett led the Pacers with 24 points and 9 rebounds, including the dunk of the year for the Pacers, the highlight play of the year. Lance Stevenson throws a behind-the-back pass to Brissett, who double pumps a reverse slam. It was a sick play. And the Pacers cruised really the whole way. They were never trailing. They had seven players in double figures, including four guys above 15 points. They, they stopped the Blazers easily for most of the game. The fourth quarter, they completely dominated 35-16. to 16. It was really a total and complete win for the Pacers, something they haven't had in a long time. And their second win in a row, which they have not had for over two months. So the Pacers hitting a little bit of a groove at a strange time. And we'll break it all down and more on the Locked On Pacers podcast. The Toronto Raptors are pushing toward the playoffs and may have a new consistent contributor emerging for their run. Locked on Raptors goes over a low-scoring victory over the Sixers in Philadelphia. My precious, Sean Woodley here from Locked on Raptors, not to talk about Lord of the Rings, but instead to talk about the Toronto Raptors' 93-88 win over the Philadelphia 76ers on Sunday night in Philadelphia. And the big takeaway from this one, a huge win for the Raptors, is that precious Achua is coming. The Raptors have been kind of talked about all season long as a five-man core type team. You've got Scotty Barnes, their huge, amazing rookie, of course. You've got Pascal Siakam. You've got Fred Van Vliet, OG Ananobi, Gary Trent Jr. Those have been the five guys. Precious Achua, as of late, has entered in that conversation and is very much a part of this core going forward. Based on what we've seen since the All-Star break in particular, he's been up over 14 points a game. He's shooting nearly 43% from downtown. And against the Sixers on Sunday, he had 21 points, nine rebounds, uh, one assist as well, and nine of 15 shooting, two of four from downtown. And the most impressive part here was that he did the little things down the stretch to help the Raptors win this one. He was the primary defensive option against James 
Harden and Joel Embiid in a lot of possessions down the stretch. He was essentially switching on to Harden in concert with Scotty Barnes, a 20-year-old, in guarding the Embiid-Harden pick and roll. And the Sixers got nearly nothing down the stretch of this game. Only 14 points in the fourth quarter for them. And over the course of the final three quarters of this game, they managed just 51 points after scoring 37 in the first. And Precious Achua was a massive part of that. You know, the Raptors don't have the size to really contend with Joel Embiid, but they certainly have the annoying factor and they have the length. Embiid just six of 20 in this game. Harden just five of 12. Just a really impressive gutsy effort from Raptors from a Raptors team that has been excellent defensively over the last little while. They've been a top six or seven defense since January 1st. And if they can play defense like this to couple with a starting five, a, you know, a core six of guys who were all kind of dangerous, all options late in games, this is a very, very troublesome team. I can imagine the Sixers are not thrilled about the idea of a 2-7 series with the Raptors, where it will just be all elbows and blood for seven games. Uh, you know, the Raptors might not have the talent to win that type of thing, but with Precious Achua, they've got the talent coming down the line for sure. I'll have more from this game broken down on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Raptors. There's a lot to get into. Be sure to tune in. That's all for today on Locked On Now NBA. Thank you again for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Now that you're done here, go on and make your second listens Locked On NBA and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kim Becker. This has been Locked On Now. Locked On your team every day.